and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the words of Jesus. This is a profound illustration and how the kingdom of God operates in our lives. And we need to take, and we'll tie back in just a little teeny bit with uh, Sunday school in just a few minutes. Pray with me. Father, I ask that you would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we would know what's the hope of your calling and what's the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints and what's the exceeding greatness of your power to us who believe according to the working of your mighty power which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and set him at your own right hand in heavenly places and ask that you grant us according to the riches of your glory to be strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man that Christ may dwell in our hearts by faith, that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what's the breadth and the length, the depth and the height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, so that we'd be filled with all the fullness of God. Holy Spirit, I ask you for divine utterance this morning. I ask that you would help me to communicate the heart of the Father to us, your people, and I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I want to read this passage of scripture one more time. Let our hearts catch it. It, say, it seems like a quite simple passage of scripture, but you know sometimes the most simple things are the most profound things. A lot of times people will go to university, places of higher learning, to, to figure out how to use good common sense. Not knocking anything about university and higher learning, but until those things make sense to us, they're just information. And God wants things in his word not just to be information, but it wants to be revelation to us so that we catch it with our heart so that it can have an effect on our lives. Information in your head will not transform your life. Revelation in your heart will transform your life. That was a pretty good statement right there. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Is protocol important? A lot of times we'll take and we'll see different principles and things that are laid out in the Word of God, somebody will tell us, and we'll take and we'll get a we'll start getting a hold of that 
But sometimes we didn't take the due diligence to take and look at something that was being said before the word that we had just received. And we'll see things that we need to start doing and start giving place to in order to incorporate change in our lives. And sometimes we leave out one of the biggest factors because we're, we're putting all of the emphasis on me. I've got to do this change. And here Jesus is saying something that's profound that he wants us to catch. And that is the very first word that he speaks in this passage of scripture is come. Change the direction that you're walking and come to me. And a lot of times we try to do things and change things in our lives apart from coming to him. It's almost like a self-help project. Instead of simply listening to what he says and coming to him. When we come to him, we tap into another, another realm of energy and another realm of strength. Because it's not just dealing with me, something that I've got to do to change. I'm catching something that he's saying to me that can have a profound effect on my heart. And on my life. Coming to Jesus. Illustrates. Something. That's so profound. That many times. We in church. We miss. To come to him. You've got to cease. From your own way of walking. And your own direction. And your own thoughts in order to take and to get in step with him. Now, Curtis and I, we both went to different schools at different periods of time. But it's kind of ironic that we had the same band director. And the band director that we had, both had loved marching bands. And we marched all over the place when I was in high school. We marched in praise all around this area. We even went to the, to the Strawberry Festival in Chadburn, Wallace and Chadburn, North Carolina, and marched in the Strawberry Festival. We marched in football games. We did all different kind of formations. But to do marching, you've got to learn something, and that is to be in step. And a lot of times, we think that we're walking with God, and we're in step with Him, and that's all we're doing is, is walking. We're not in sync with Him, or we're not in step with Him. Now, Curtis, I need you. We'll laugh at me and Curtis, but when I call on the rest of us, 
And we ought to have to pay attention, pay attention. Which side do you want to be on? Be on that side. I'm on the right side. Now we're going to start out marching. We're playing on the same sheet of music. Curtis is a. I played the trumpet and band. I'm you did? Yeah. Me too. That's kind of ironic, and here it's like this, and when it, time pop. And he married your daughter at that. Huh? And he married your daughter at that. I'm just a blessed <laughs> man all the way around. How are you And now the music has started, and we're we're getting in step. Where you at, Curtis? Are you on the right? Did anybody catch that? Yeah. Or were we already past you when you saw it? Let's do it again, Kurt. <coughs> Did anybody catch what was going on? Mm -hmm. Did anybody catch the correction? that had to be made. It should be easy for you if you were in Sunday school. You should be a step ahead if you miss Sunday school. If, no, I need to say that a different way. If you miss Sunday school, you should be a step behind because the people in Sunday school should already had to, they got the memo. <laughs> now Curtis and I were both thinking that we were marching but we were not in step. And God called, when he says this here passage of scripture, and Jesus is, he's pouring out his heart to the people. And I want you to catch it, that, that Jesus is pouring out his heart to them. And when he says something, he says everything that he says, <clears throat> he says it on purpose, with purpose. There's a reason behind it. <clears throat> and we say well, all he said was come. That's because he wants us to be with him. When we're with him, there's something that we get that we don't get any other way. You'll not change your life in your own strength and in your own power. But God's got the ability and the power to change and incorporate change in your life. But in order for it to take place, there's got to be a move. You can't stay where you're at and expect the change to happen. <coughs> and you say, well, why don't he come to me? Coming to him illustrates something that many times goes way, way over our head. And one of the things that, that happens is when we make the decision to come to him, we have to make the decision to humble ourselves to walk another way, to walk another direction. Because he already knows how to march. He already knows how to be in step. Jesus was in step with his father. 
And Jesus is always taking us on somewhere. And we may think that it's just a marching exercise. But he's got something and somewhere that he's taking us. Remember this passage of scripture. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by me. There's a direction. There's a purpose. There's somewhere that he's taking us. He's wanting to take us to the Father. That's the goal. That's the direction. That's the purpose. Is to get us in the presence of the Father. He says, now if you'll learn and you'll pay attention to this thing. He said, I'll tell you how you can get there. And you will be blessed in the process. Now, how many of us have given our hearts to Jesus. But things is still a struggle. We're not walking in victory. We're not overcoming. How can I tell? You can look at my countenance. I asked somebody this one time. I said, uh, said something about countenance. And they said, what is that? It's amazing when we've got something and we don't even know we've got it. That your persona, the way you project yourself, the way that you look, are you up or are you down? You've heard me do this before. There was a wiser king. He had 10,000 men. He marched them up the hill and then he marched them up down again. And when you're up, you're up. And when you're down, you're down. And when you're only halfway up, you're neither up nor down now. When you take and look at that from your own life, through the course of the day, how much of the time are you up? How much of the time are you down? And how much of the time are you caught in the middle? That you're neither up nor down. It's amazing that a children's song could have that much impact on us. Because if we're honest about ourselves during the course of the day, how, how much of the time am I beat down? How much of the time am I depressed? How much of the time is it I'm feeling like everything is on me instead of me being on top of everything? Is there just a few minutes of the day that I feel like I'm an overcomer? Is there just a few minutes of the day that I feel like I'm on top? Jesus says something here to the church as well as to people that are not even born again. He says, come. There's got to be a change of heart. There's got to be a humbling. And one of the things that we have said, what I'm doing right now ain't working. Is that fair enough? What I'm doing right now is not working. And Jesus says, come to me. And when you come to him, and we, whether you're born again or not, you need to actively humble yourself and move toward him so that you can receive what he has because 
There are certain things that you've got to be close to to really get the benefit of it. You can't do it at arm's length. And a lot of people in church are trying God instead of coming to God. And our society wants to be so politically correct that we forget about what the Word of God says. And there's some things that have to be thrown out about political correctness and just simply do what God says so we can get the benefit of it. And when he says come, notice that he doesn't say stay where you're at. You've got to move to where he is. And he's saying this because he wants people liberated and set free. Now, question is, do I want to be liberated and set free? Now, I'm going to say something here. I've been saved 40-some years now, and God is still calling me to higher places. I have not arrived by a long shot, but I thank God that I'm not where I was. Look at that as a positive for yourself. All I'm simply saying is, I'm not walking and living in sin every day of my life. The devil doesn't run roughshod over me every day of my life. I am victorious and I am an overcomer. One of the ways that you can look at this is you can take and look in the mirror and you can see how your countenance is. Is there any glow or is there just a whole lot of woe? Am I depressed? Am I beaten down? Is there no smile or no enthusiasm on my face? Jesus says, come to me and I'll change that. You say, well, I, I give my heart to Jesus. That was just your first step. He's wanting you to come into his presence. He's wanting us to learn from him. Now, our next word that we're going to that we're going to get a hold of right here is take. Come unto me, all you that are like that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. Is protocol important? We'll answer that question for ourselves in just a little bit. Take my yoke upon you. Now, I want you to, to you've got to visualize because I don't have one right here with me. Right now. But... A yoke was a beam that they would place on an animal's neck. It had a strap that would come down underneath of it, and it would allow two animals to pull together. And a lot of times it was like this. You didn't put horses and cows or oxen together. They pulled different ways. You would have put horses together. It could have been a big horse and a little horse. And a lot of times they would have taken a younger horse and an older horse. 
And I've heard my son talking about this here with, um, with training dogs. That they would take a dog that was seasoned and, and knew how to do his job, and they would take a young dog because he would pick up on some of the habits that that older dog had. He was all, the older dog wasn't going to pick up the habits of the younger dog. The younger dog was there to pick up the habits of the older dog. So this here thing of taking, taking, so that we can take his yoke upon us. And we'll say things, I don't want nothing else on me. I've got all that I can handle. And miss everything that he was saying to us. I want to make that statement again. I don't want any more on me. I've already got more now that I can handle. When Jesus said, come and take. So if he says, come and take, there's important words that we need to pay attention to. Whether we're in church or out of church, that I come to him and I take what he's telling me to take. I can promise you this. You will take something. And it will either be what he said to take. Or it will be what you decide to take. And I can promise you this. If you take what you've decided to take. Instead of what he said to take. It will be heavy. You will be weary and heavy laden. I can promise you. And you'll wonder why in the world do I struggle with this so much? Why is this thing so heavy on me? And the reason why is just so simple. But it's so simple that many times we won't do it. Because we think we're smarter than that. You may tell you what a lot of it is. We think, whether we want to admit it or not, that we're smarter than God. Oh, I would never say that. If I'm not listening to what he says when he says it, <clears throat> I believe I'm smarter than God. Because I've not come to him. I've not taken what he said. He wants me to be free. And if he wants me to be free, is protocol important? Absolutely. First thing, humble myself and come to him. Second thing, take my yoke upon me. Oh, I don't want that yoke. I don't want no kind of bondage. Who said it was bondage? I said it was bondage, but he didn't ever say it was bondage. He said, take my yoke upon you. So if he is in the liberating business and I'm in the bondage business, if I do what he says, I'll be liberated. But so many times we, we do the same thing when we 
think that we're smarter than God. I've got to do this my way. How's that one shook out? I've got to do it my way. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now here's a picture that I want you to see in, in taking this yoke upon you. You've got to come to a place in your life that you realize that God is smarter than you. God cares more about you than you care for yourself. And you've got to humble yourself in order to allow this yoke to be placed on your shoulders. If you always look at it as bondage, you'll never submit to it. You won't submit to something that you're always fighting against. And God is here telling us something through, through his son, Jesus. He says, take this thing. How many times have you, you, you be talking to somebody and they just ain't getting sick? Just take it. Just do it. Just do what, he, what he's asking you to do. And we do that in a second. Man, I didn't know that that advice was going to help me so much. Just that one little simple thing. When I did it, something clicked and changed on the inside of me. It's because we submitted to the plan of God and to the purpose of God. And when he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, you will have to hit this place in your life that you humble yourself Before God. So, is it some? Is it your baby? I got a baby. I didn't get it until I humbled myself. <laughs> and in that position. Have you ever been around somebody that was a know-it-all? Yes. Have you been around somebody that thought that they were a know-it-all? <laughs> Have you ever thought that you knew it all? How about, have you ever thought that you knew it all on a specific subject? Have you ever thought that you were smarter than somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever found out that no matter how much you knew, there was still more to know? So taking his yoke upon you, open up a door for him to be able to speak some profound things. One of the things for you, you and I to have to realize is that we don't know everything. There's a lot of things that I know a lot about. I've acquired, I have uh, tried with, to learn over the course of my life. I've been very studious in a lot of different areas. 
And one of the areas that has intrigued me one of the most is the Word of God and what it says. But I want to tell you what. There's so much about the Word of God that I don't know, that I want to know. But I'm sort of like George Beverly Shea. But what I do know changed my life. That's why he says, take my yoke upon you, upon you and learn of me. And learn. How are we going to learn? Some of the things that we learn, we learn just by observation. In fact, that's one of the ways that most of us learn the things that we know. We see it demonstrated, and when I was younger, I would ask all of these questions because I wanted to know how something worked. And I had an uncle that got so mad with me. He lived down the road from us, and he hurt my feelings, and I walked out of the house and walked home just so I wouldn't have to be around him. Because he made this here statement. He said, you ask more questions than a Philadelphia lawyer. To somebody this big, how many questions does a Philadelphia lawyer ask? But it made him mad when I asked these here questions. Well, I wasn't trying to delve into his intelligence. I was trying to find out the answer to something that I wanted to know. So I asked questions. And sometimes they say this about children. Said, you can tell the intellect of a child by the questions that they ask. Duh, uh, uh. By the questions that they ask. And he got insulted because I asked it, or got mad because I asked the questions. There was something that I found out a little later on in life. A lot of the answers I could get by observation. I would pay attention to somebody. Now, this is good information right here. If you want to find out how to do something, go to find out about what to do and how to do it by somebody who's good at what they do. Because if they're not good at what they do, all you'll do is pick up all of the bad habits. I had talked to somebody that was um, <clears throat> did some uh, shooting in the, on the Olympic level. And they say people that, that are good at shooting a rifle, good at shooting a gun, one of the, one of the groups of people that's the hardest to, to teach how to shoot is the people that already know how to shoot. You say, well, why is that? Because they've got all of these bad habits that they've got to unlearn. And a lot of times it's easier to start with just a, a blank canvas or an empty sheet. And then we listen to the simple, basic principles and then start doing them instead of having to unlearn things that we've learned. You'll notice this in your Christian life because there's a lot of things that are in the church that have been drug in from the world. And we've got to be unlearned. 
so that we can learn. And this is one of the things that takes place when we come to Jesus, that we humble ourselves to take his yoke upon us so that we can get into a position that now I'm wanting to learn. Because somebody who wants to learn is like a sponge. And they'll get, Socrates had these uh, students. And one of them, everybody knows Socrates, history, philosopher. And they, one of the students said, how do I get knowledge? Socrates takes him down to the river. He walks him out in the middle of the river. And the, the student is, is there wanting to, wanting to get his answer for, the, for his question. And Socrates takes him by the back of the head and shoves his head down underneath of the water. He leaves him there and he's doing like this and he's trying to get up. And he's still holding him. And then he lifts his head up. He gets a grasp, breath of air, and then he shoves his head back down there. And then he, he's flailing in the water like this, and he lifts his head back up. He says, ask him a question. This is the philosopher. What did you want when your head was under the water? He said, I wanted air more than anything. He looked at him and he said, when you want knowledge as much as you want air, then you'll get it. But if there's no desire, you won't come. If there's no desire for change, you won't take. And if you won't come and you won't take, you will not learn. Because protocol is important. Jesus was laying this out. Not that he didn't want people to get it because he wanted people to get it more than they wanted to get it for themselves. Learn of me. Here, the Son of God humbled himself. Jesus said, of myself I can do nothing. It's the Father in me who does the works. Is there a profound tie between the two? I believe there is. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, how many of us through the course of the day walk through all of this here turmoil inside? Confusion? Wondering what I should do and what I shouldn't do. Just the place of unsettledness or a place of peace. And if there's a place of unrest that's inside of us, that shows us that we are one of the ones that he's talking about here. Because when you've got a person that is at rest, that you've got things settled on the inside, that you're at peace with yourself, there's a beautiful, beautiful stability that's there. The struggle 
is over because you're resting in him. You'll have a chance to practice this. I can promise you. To find rest for your soul. Now, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I don't want another yoke on me. Jesus says, you need, to, you need to find out something about this yoke. You need to trust this yoke. You need to trust this connection because it's going to do some profound things in your life. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, how many of us during the course of the day walk in a lot of heaviness? hard and God just gave that to me no God didn't give it to you at all because his burdens are easy they're light so if you find yourself in a place that you're pulling on something that's hard and heavy and it's not easy to you, you'll find yourself that you're pulling in something that God did not give you. You might think God gave you. People may tell you God gave it to you. But there's something that you've not learned about it. There's something that I've not learned about it. I'm doing something, I've got something out of protocol here. I've got something out of order. God wants to bring this thing in order. One of the acid tests for it, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He's took the struggle out of it. You'll start walking in victory and you'll start being the one that's an overcomer. And you'll be able to look at yourself and answer your own questions. Is this really working for me? You'll be able to look into the mirror. And you say, what's this head look like? Does this head look like it could bite nails into? Does this head look depressed? Weighted down, full of anxiety. The doctors say, you've got too much stress on you. You need to get out from under the stress. You know what? This is a Bible principle that Jesus was using right here. Taking this yoke upon us and learn of him. Because he's going to take, the stress is a picture of a heavy and uneasy burden. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. The stress is taken out of it. Did you know you can do the same job with stress? A lot of times you can do the same job without stress. But your productivity will change. Let me ask you this. 
When you've got to go to your job and work, and you've got something else on your mind other than your work, especially if things didn't go well at home or whatever, and all you can think about is the weight of that and what I'm dealing with. We've all been there. Ain't nobody that's immune from that. What should I do in that situation? Let's take it from the scripture and see what he has to say so we can give an answer for what we should do. When we find ourselves in that place and it's hard and it's heavy and it's not easy, stop right where you're at and come to Jesus. Take his yoke upon you and learn of him. What do I need to learn of him? Right now, I need to learn how to do what I'm doing. Yoke with him instead of just yoke with me. Or, how many times have we been yoked with the devil? We've been listening to him instead of listening to God. We've been learning from him instead of learning from God. Brothers and sisters, this is just so simple, but it's so profound that if we will take it and do it, it will transform our very lives. Will I be one who comes and takes and learns? Or will I keep plowing my same way? I've always, I've always done it like this. That should be a telltale sign. You need to take and change it and listen, and listen to what it says. Brothers and sisters, this simple application will set us free and transform our life if we will do it. What's the first one? Come. Come. What's the second one? Take. What's the second one? I mean the third one. That was the second one. What's the third one? Learn. Learn. If you learn something, what will you be able to do? You'll be able to do it, and you'll be able to teach someone else how to do it. It won't stop just with, just with you. And when you find out how good it is not to be walking under that weight all of the time, it'll make you glad to tell somebody else how they can get free. Amen? Stand with me. Father, your holy word is true. Everything that you say is true. And every word from you will liberate me and set me free. Father, I ask that you give us the courage 
to come to you and to take and to learn of you so that we can walk through life without this heaviness, without this confusion, because I've sided in with you. And I've humbled myself to listen to you. I speak your blessing on each and every one here. In Jesus' name, amen. Next Sunday.